What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens, but trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You living life as a gringo Where you question where you fit in every time you mingle They say you do this with not enough that My rapping is really bad <laughs> This life as a gringo Yes, yes, hello and welcome to another episode of Life as a Gringo I am Dramos, of course Hope y'all are coming off of an incredible weekend I'm still battling my allergies so if I sound nasally a little funky just keep it moving don't don't pay attention to that just listen to the the message that I'm that I'm giving you and man I'm really excited about this one I think I say that probably for every single episode but this is actually something I wrote about on my blog uh recently the first ever blog post that I I put up dramos.com if you want to check that out but it was inspired by this book that I've been reading, Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday, which uh, is someone that I've mentioned a bunch on this podcast before. But this particular book has really just been kind of tapping into, I feel like, a point that I'm at in my life right now where I'm sort of transitioning out of this old version of myself, you know, this very like frontward facing, uh, you know, kind of man. I mean, let's be honest, you know, around people like the breakfast club, you know, and and being constantly around everything that happens in that world of celebrity and the access that you get and, and all of the above. Right. And I'm kind of moving into what I feel like is a far more elevated version of myself. But with that, you don't get the same instant gratification uh, that you do when it comes to kind of living in this world where people are constantly looking to, uh, you know, pat you on the back and boost your ego and, and kiss up to you to, to get something, you know, you don't get those quick ego boosts. And I, I know that internally, my own personal ego has kind of been screaming out for attention in different ways. And I've kind of been really trying to dial into, you know, how to kind of make peace with this part of myself that is is kind of constantly playing this game of tug of war, of trying to pull pull me back into kind of my old life to, uh, a, a little bit, you know. And I want to kind of dive into all that I've been feeling. But what I specifically want to focus on when it comes to this book and and the idea of ego is the idea of actually doing something versus just being somebody. And I'll I'll break down kind of what that that means as we get a little bit more into into the show. But we often kind of have to make a decision, you know, in our lives as far as what we find to be more important. And, And that's what I want to talk about in today's show. 
So we'll we'll do a deep dive into what the hell all that means in our for the people in the back section. I'll do a a bit of a a bit of a deeper talk as far as what I've kind of been going through as of late, or or maybe over the course of the last year or so in our Mi Gente segment. I'll get y'all to chime in in our Ask a Gringo segment. Of course, we'll get into everything as we always do. But right now, let's kind of do this deep dive into this idea of doing something versus being somebody. And we'll do that in a segment we call for the people in the back. Say a lot for the people in the back. Now, to put it shortly, in, in the book, Ryan Holiday phrases it as to be or to do, right? And and he brings up this, this story from this general uh, in, in the U.S. who's responsible for some of the military technology that we have currently, but doesn't get his name talked about quite as much or, or even at all, for the most part, in comparison to other U.S. sort of military uh, figures or, or or leaders that we kind of famously know. And he was actually a colonel, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't think he was a general. But the, the colonel's name is John Boyd. I'm going to be referring back to this one chapter in, in Ego is the Enemy, the book by Ron Holiday. Uh, and the chapter is called To Be or To Do. And kind of to summarize what this whole thing is, is about, the, the colonel trains different pilots and different army figures and, and tells them that at what point in their life they're going to be faced with a cross in the road, right? And they have to pick which path they go down. And and one of those paths, he says, is you cho- you have to choose either, do you want to be somebody or do you want to do something? And if you choose the path of wanting to be somebody, you're going to have to give up and sacrifice a lot of things. You're, you're probably going to have to give up and sacrifice many of your personal relationships, uh, your free time, your personal life in general. But you will be somebody, right? You you might be uh, a household name. You might be famous in some sort of way in the, the circle that you choose to operate in. But he says, or you have the choice to do something. And in this one, your name may not be spoken about. Your face may not be instantaneously recognizable by the general public or by anyone for that matter. But you have the ability to enact actual change that has longstanding effects. You have the ability to actually create something that truly matters. And you have to make that choice. And when I tell you I highlighted so many fucking passages and like phrases from this chapter, it's ridiculous. But I'm just going to kind of read a few random ones that I pulled from here. But he says, having authority is not the same as being an authority. He says, impressing people is utterly different from being truly impressive. Right. So you have to differentiate things. There are a lot of people who are famous, but aren't necessarily great at what they do don't actually do anything that will leave us talking about them long after they're gone, right? They're they're just famous and people know who they are for the moment, but they haven't really actually contributed much to this world in comparison to the fame that they have, right? Clinton Sparks actually has a really good quote uh, of this, and he says, being famous doesn't make you great, but being great may make you famous. And really, I think at at the sort of crux of it all, what we're trying to get at here is the idea of doing something that actually matters, like something that really, really matters, you know, like what do you value more? Do you value being a part of work and contributing to the world in a way that that truly is of value, truly means something? 
or do you just want to kind of enjoy the fruits of notoriety and, and possibly fame just for the sake of, of having them, but never actually making a real contribution? And in this chapter, I mean, he goes on to different examples of things. But, you know, one of the things that kind of resonated with me working in the entertainment industry is he talks about this this idea that maybe even some people have the greatest of intentions of enacting real change and, and you know, working their way up to the top to to really enact change. But what often happens is the the deeper and further you go into you know, that world that you're in, whatever it might be, you know, for me, it was the entertainment industry. And the, the further up the ranks you go, the the more of yourself you sort of have to give up in order to kind of climb this this ladder, right, to get into this sort of boys club, so to speak, to get into the inner circles of this industry and be able to rub shoulders with the power players of this industry, right? And within that means doing favors for people, interacting with people that you don't deem to have a strong character, not people that you necessarily want to have around you, but you have no choice if you want to kind of climb that ladder, right? And we see it in corporate jobs and, and all various forms of, of, of life, right? It's not just uh, for the entertainment industry. And also as a human being, what tends to happen, and I've, I've been guilty of this as well, is as you begin to kind of climb that ladder, you know, little by little, you begin to kind of lose sight of yourself a little bit. You begin to lose sight of what's actually important right like ryan has a quote in the book where he says this is what the ego does it crosses out what matters and replaces it with what doesn't and i've talked about this a bunch in the podcast about having something that is, is bigger than yourself right valuing something that is far larger than you know your own ego your own successes but i think you know to me what when i when i read this chapter what was standing out to me was just kind of like this idea of like man so many of us, myself included, at one point in time, we're wasting so much time and and giving people so much of ourselves for things that really, at the end of the day, don't matter at all, you know? And it starts out small. It starts out with, you know, maybe a fake laugh at one of your boss's terrible jokes, you know? But it becomes bigger and bigger than that, you know, when you're asked to do things you don't believe in, you know, you have to stay quiet during moments uh, of things happening that you know are wrong, you know, because the, the reality is most people who end up speaking out hit a ceiling at that point, right? Then you end up not being able to climb the ladder anymore because some the person above you doesn't want somebody who goes against them, doesn't want somebody that goes against the system. And, and those who tend to be able to continue to climb up it don't actually end up doing anything of real substance or it ends up being far less than what they originally had hoped. I mean, you think about somebody like, man, even President Obama, right? I remember hearing his conversation with The Breakfast Club and, and talking about, you know, how he kind of had to play the game, that he couldn't do all for Black America that he wanted to do. He couldn't be as radical as he wanted to do because he had to play the game. And and listen, I mean, not at the end of the day, he's made some great contributions, but he had to give up a part of himself. He had to dull a part of what he truly believed in to play the game at that high of a level. And sure, he got to become president and he got to have this this certain point of influence, but he also still had to give up much of what he believed in and, and sort of stay quiet when he knew things weren't being done as they should have. When he knew that people were standing in the way of progress, he had to stay quiet or else he would lose all of his, his power that he possibly could have. He had to play the game. And I, and I think there's a balancing act to all of this. But I just think that if you are a highly driven person, it's easy to get focused on 
getting to the top and getting that sort of uh, credential, be it a job title, a certain salary, whatever it might be. And and it's easy to to start losing sight of yourself and what really matters in that pursuit. And and to kind of bring it full circle back to the, the, the colonel that I mentioned uh, at the start, he didn't want to play that political game to to rise to the top and become a household name. But what he did do was consult and and help engineer modern technology that fighter planes today are using and utilizing in our military. He helped train um, our, our members of our, our military and our active service. Like his legacy lives on forever, even if you're not calling it out by name. And that's what I've been more obsessed with as of late is is creating things that that will live on far beyond my time here on this earth. You know, I think too many of us are are concerned and myself included with the instant gratification. But what ends up happening is we're just creating essentially like fast food content, right? And and I use the word content loosely depending on whatever it is that you you choose to do for a living. But if you look at our culture, it's very much so fast food, right? Fast food TV, fast food content, fast food everything, right? Everything is like quick, like music, we consume it, digest it, and get over it very quickly. You know, same thing with any sort of entertainment or media. Same thing with technology. It's all moving so quickly. It's all just fast food rather than being like truly revolutionary ideas and creations that will stand the test of time. We no longer place value on on quality. It's more so about that quick fix. I mean, shit, if you want to see a, a, a sort of picture of our modern day culture, look at you know, the most popular app, TikTok right now, right? Like it's literally, how can I make the quickest bite-sized content that will keep people just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, right? I'm not creating something that they're going to want to remember and rewatch over and over again. I'm giving them that quick fix and they can move on to the next quick fix. And it's just this real kind of cyclical thing of like, you know, consume, digest, move on, consume, digest, move on. And I think all this kind of leads is like a harsh reminder of why so many of us feel unfulfilled in our everyday lives, you know, because our, our culture is not one that is meant to provide nourishment or, or fulfillment, right? It's not meant to provide presence, you know, it's not meant for us to, to be present to what's going on and enjoy the present moment. It's always just this quick, quick, quick moving thing, move on to the next thing, move on to the next thing. And again, that that diminishes quality, both for what we're ingesting as well as our quality of life, I think, at the end of the day, begins to diminish because we're not actually taking in anything of substance, nor are we being rewarded for creating or working on anything of of substance. And and I kind of want to get into, I think, a bit of what I've been kind of feeling. But to kind of preface it, I, I think back to a lot of my my time over the last four years or so, if not longer, you know. I think a lot of that lack of fulfillment was because I wasn't really doing anything that truly meant something, right? I can convince myself that, oh, you know, as a DJ, I'm providing people this amazing break from their everyday life, you know, the Friday and Saturday night that they have in the club to just let loose. And, and to a degree, I think that's true. But in the back of my mind, I think I knew that at the end of the day, it really doesn't mean anything in the, the grand scheme of it all. And I think that that, when you talk about why, you know, I never was was really happy in those moments or always felt like something was missing. I think a lot of it does pertain to having a lack of real meaning in my life. But with that said, the fucking ego, man, your ego will still try and drag you back in and convince you that this is the thing that you need. This is the thing that will make you feel good. And that's why this book, Ego is the Enemy, is titled that. You have to find ways to combat 
your ego from taking you into situations that are, you know, lesser than when it comes to your, your moral standard of living, but also things that just generally don't actually make you happy at the end of the day. So with that said, I want to get into kind of a bit of how this idea has really stood out a bit of how this idea has really begun to stand out to me. It's something that I've been kind of pondering over as of late in my life. Before that, though, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together. And that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr. And on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. All right, so I, I talked about this in the blog that I wrote, and you can kind of hear it a little bit more in full. I'm going to kind of generalize a bit of what I was talking about. You know, you can hear it in full at dramos.com. But I think for me, and it's probably this time period of year that's coming up right now. I, I, I think I've felt it over the last year or so, but definitely right now in March, it, it was, you know, something that traditionally, historically has been like a big point of my life for the past, I don't even know, what, six, seven years. And I'll get to that. But I think overall, since leaving the Breakfast Club and, and we're going on a year now this summer, I, I've realized that a lot of kind of what I do and, and my successes are are a bit in the shadows, right? Like, you know, full disclosure, financially, I'm in a better place than I've ever been. Uh, you know, work-wise, I am uh, doing work that means so much more to me, you know, than, than anything I've ever worked on before. Uh, Time-wise, I have the freedom that I've always been looking for, the, the flexibility that I've always been looking for. 
and, and I really have this amazing, amazing life. But what I've also begun to kind of notice is that the things that I'm doing right now don't have that sort of sexy uh, kind of, uh, you know, encasement that that my previous work did, right? Like, even if I had, let's say, a dollar to my name, or was living paycheck to paycheck, like I was at certain points with the Breakfast Club, I still was the guy at the Breakfast Club, right? Like people were still excited that I worked at the Breakfast Club, that I was the guy in the background of interviews with celebrities and all this, that, and the third. People still wanted to kiss my ass. People still wanted to invite me to events and, and all the everything that comes along with that, right? I had some sort of industry cachet that you know I was constantly reminded of and, and that I constantly got some sort of pat on the back that boosted my ego, right? And now in the world that I exist in, I don't have those constant reminders on a regular basis. Like the world of podcasting is incredible. I love it, but it's not as sexy as like, you know, hanging out with celebrities and partying and clubs and things like that, right? It's not as sexy as DJing and and playing out in the clubs and like being a part of this whole nightlife scene and, you know, fucking popping bottles and, and not have to pay for anything because, you know, people just want you to come and hang out and check out what it is that they're doing. You know, everything that comes along with this idea of, of being, you know, in close proximity to celebrities. And I think my ego has been trying to convince me that I'm not as successful as maybe I previously was because I don't have those things anymore. You know, I don't live a life like that anymore. And it's this constant tug of war where my ego is trying to pull me back into this, a lot of those lifestyle choices, you know, is, is telling me that I need to be out there. I need to be seen. I need to be going to these events. I need to be doing these in-person celebrity interviews. I need to be back in the club DJing and, and all of these different things, you know, and it's telling me that I should be jealous of this person on Instagram who's doing these things, even though in the back of my mind, I know it literally is just for clout. Like you're not getting paid for it. You're not doing anything. Or I know that I'm, you know, doing far bigger things that are producing far bigger results in the grand scheme of things. But my ego is still trying to convince me that I need to do those, that I need to like go back to this life, right? And and it's this this constant kind of battle, you know. And I now even find myself like waiting on emails just to give myself that boost. Like, oh, waiting on a good news email. Like, oh yeah, this project's gonna come along for you now this check's coming now, blah, 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 right? Like waiting on that just so I can give myself that little instant hit of like dopamine and my ego can get that pat on the back that it's looking for. And I mentioned this time of year in, in March because obviously, you know, um, during the pandemic, this hadn't happened. But pre-pandemic, I used to go to Miami for about a week every year in March. They have this huge like music conference, Miami Music Week, and everybody's down there. And it would be like, you know, this very much kind of low budget celebrity type of lifestyle you know through connections we'd get guests listed for all these huge parties and these huge events and open bars and you know people are buying you drinks if it's not an open bar and like you're hanging out at the dj booth of these giant clubs you know you're in fucking miami like all the the fake kind of glitz and glam that that goes along with that and and it's happening this week and i'm seeing on instagram you know people that i know going down there i'm seeing djs that i know posting their flyers for their shows that they're having down there and even though in the back of my mind, I've done all of that. I've played those shows and I know that for the most part, there's five people at that event and you're just DJing to an empty room just for the sake of being able to say that you DJed in Miami, right? Just so you can post that flyer of being in Miami and everybody who's not there thinks that it's so much bigger than it actually is. But even knowing that, my fucking ego is still telling me like, yo, look, this person's got a one up on you. You didn't even get a phone call this year to go do that gig. Like you've fallen off. 
And even knowing again in the back of my head that all that means nothing, all that means, uh, you know, wasting a couple thousand dollars to go to Miami for a week to hang around and drink, you know, with people literally who are from the same area as me that I can hang out with any other day. But instead, it's just in Miami doing the same shit. Right. But I'm still having a bit of that that back and forth, you know, and I bring all of that up to, to kind of say, like, it's really intoxicating to live a life where you, quote unquote, are somebody where you're choosing to try and be somebody. Right. Because that that gives you the instant gratification. You're able to really feel like you're fucking killing it, even if you're living paycheck to paycheck. Again, that's who I was for a long time. All those trips I was doing to Miami, I had to save up the entire year just to afford to do that. And I still had to budget every single day, you know, my food, my drinks and, and that and everything else, you know, because I didn't have it like that. But, you know, people thought I did because I was on the radio or I was, you know, hanging out with people who who were um, you know, super well connected or who did actually have money, you know, and, and I was able to by proxy feel like I was this success, you know, and my ego was was fucking at an all time high, you know, able to enjoy all of those moments. But the, the reality is, you know, when it was all said and done, it meant nothing, right? Like all those moments that I convinced myself meant something, all the time that I put into saving to take those trips, all the energy that I put into going out there to quote unquote network with people, you know, uh, and, and to base my year around around this one week, I can genuinely look back and be like, for the most part, it meant nothing aside from the the fun moments and memories that I had with, you know, my, my close friends at the time. Like those. Yeah, those were absolutely great. But I could have done that with them anywhere, you know. And, and at the end of the day, I'm not missing anything by not being a part of that anymore. And in, I think as humans, we have to kind of sometimes remind ourselves of what is truly important. It's really easy to kind of get lost in the sauce, get lost in the flow of life. And, and this doesn't just have to be with like, you know, experiences that you're having or, or trying to be a celebrity. I mean, shit, it could be with material items, right? Like I talk about this all the time, wasting money on material goods just to make yourself feel good temporarily in the eyes of other people that are around you, right? And how many times have you bought something that you couldn't really afford only to really wish that you had that money back in it when a, when a certain circumstance happened, right? Or when something else that you really would have wanted comes up and now you're short because you wasted your money on that one quick fix, you know, like it's much harder to actually do anything of substance, but it's incredibly necessary because that at the end of the day is where the true happiness and the true fulfillment comes from. And it's not going to be instant. You know, you're not going to get that that quick fix, you know. And you might even have to remind yourself, you know, to get that quick fix. That's why something like gratitude is is so important because you have to sit there and remind yourself, wow, I'm so grateful for this. You know, like it's funny to me how as human beings, the things that actually matter are the hardest ones to appreciate, you know. And I think for me, even though I live by this saying of at the end of the day, when my time is is done here, I want to be able to say that. I left this world at least just a slightly better place than than it was when I got here. It's still easy to get lost in moments and completely forget that. And I think the big reason I, I bring this up and why I think it's so profound and I want people to really be keen to it and be aware of it is that I genuinely believe there is a way for us to live on forever. But it, it, it comes not in the physical sense. It comes from our work, right? Think about your your favorite pieces of, of work, be it a movie you know, with your favorite actor who's no longer with us, your favorite musician who's no longer with us, your favorite author. I mean, how many books from dead people do we all read? 
till this day that we're getting something from that are still taught in schools, right? How much artwork are we still appreciating? Andy Warhol is still getting documentaries made about him. And it's because he actually created something. They actually created something that truly mattered. They created a piece of work that rocked the world, that 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 changed people's perspective, that that actually impacted people in a profound way. And obviously, like none of these people we're talking about are perfect. They all have moments that, you know, maybe they were trying to be somebody. Maybe they lost their way. But I think at the end of the day, if you look at it from a whole, they were more interested in actually doing something as opposed to being someone. I look at Somebody like Nipsey Hussle, right? His story has resonated with me because Nipsey took the stairs, right? He didn't take the elevator. He took the stairs and he could have taken the elevator. You know, he he chose to to be independent and build himself up before signing a deal. And when he signed that deal, he wanted to be a business partnership, you know, a joint venture 50-50. And, and this meant he actually was more interested in creating something that mattered, something that could possibly live on forever through him and then also his family financially th- for generations to come, right? The fact that he got to own his music because he decided to be patient and wait till the labels were desperate enough to want to sign him that they would give into that. And like, I'm reading this book on Nipsey right now, but you realize his journey was so fucking long. Like he didn't find real, real success till his 30s, you know? And and it was because he was building it brick by brick, right? But what did he end up doing? You know, he ended up creating this whole movement that inspired people like myself to continue on his legacy in some sort of way. And anybody that I end up inspiring is also byproduct, you know, whether they realize it or not, going to be inspired by him. And it continues on and on after that, right? Nipsey was building something. He, he, he wanted to empower his community. He was more focused with ownership. And it ended up being that he ended up owning that entire shopping center that he used to hustle at. And he was able to employ people from his community. He was able to rent his his storefronts out to local businesses from the community. And if he was still here with us, that would have only grown, you know, but he took the hard way in order to do something right. He was more concerned with actually doing something that mattered rather than just being somebody rather than just being a celebrity. Now, of course, the celebrity came because of his greatness and all that he was accomplishing. But that wasn't the the main focus. And I think that's what I'm getting at. I'm not saying that everybody who's famous is doing, you know, frivolous work that really doesn't matter. What I'm saying is they didn't focus on the fame and attention as their main goal. They focused on actually creating something of substance and actually being great in whatever space they existed in. And that's the the difference. Greatness was at the forefront. Originality was at the forefront bringing their vision to life in the way that they saw it was at the forefront. And because of that vision that they had and and trying to bring it to us in the least watered down way possible, we are all better for it as a result. Like if I look at my story, if I wouldn't have had this commitment to actually doing something of substance, I would have just been another random radio jock somewhere in the country that you would have easily forgotten once they replaced, right? Like that that maybe would have gotten laid off during the pandemic and you wouldn't even have noticed. They would have just introduced somebody who thought for a week, oh, that's weird. Dramos isn't on there. And you would have forgotten who Dramos was. Like there's so many radio jocks from my childhood that like were interchanged and I had no idea up until I got into radio and started really knowing the, the actual history behind the scenes. But instead, you know, I rebelled against the system. It took forever for me to find any sort of success as a result. But now, potentially, hopefully, I am creating something that could inspire people in a way that lives on forever. And at the very least, I'm bringing you a version of myself that is truly authentic and not watered down to try and fit into somebody else's box. I am bringing you something that I believe 
truly matters. And as I say that, I feel a bit of the weight coming off of my shoulders because I'm realizing why I do things the way that I do them. Because I'm giving myself the opportunity to to really create something that is truly honest and truly matters at the end of the day. Like, yeah, maybe taking them stairs every day is a bit exhausting, but you can count on the fact that you're going to be in a lot better shape than somebody else who's been just taking the elevator their entire life. Your body's going to feel a lot better. Your health is going to feel a lot better. And as a result, your life is going to be slightly better than it would have been had you have just been that elevator rider. Now, it's a bit of an analogy. It's also a bit literal, but I think you get what I mean. Now, with that said, I want to hear from y'all in our Ask a Gringo segment. But first, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together. And that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr. And on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the My Cultura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Ask a gringo. I have a question. Now for this week's Ask a Gringo segment and at DJ Dramos on Instagram, if you want to be a part of these conversations, we do it for each and every episode. I wanted to talk on this episode and get y'all's perspective when we're talking about the idea of of legacy and creating something that actually matters. And I want y'all to to look at life through the lens of what actually matters. So I asked, how or what do you want to be remembered for when you're gone? And I'll go through a, a few that we got. I got a bunch of different responses on this, but at Roralegos or Roralegos, 
says uh, someone who made other people feel loved. And I, I think that's such a, a beautiful way to kind of start this conversation because I also feel like people think that the thing that I'm talking about when it comes to things that actually matter, they think it requires this like grandiose gesture, this this crazy sort of idea that is like just out of reach for the everyday person. And it's not even just being a good person. Somebody who shows love and compassion to others goes a long way. It's like the butterfly effect, man. Like you have an interaction with your Amazon you know, delivery driver and it's just a pleasant one. You give them a bottle of water, maybe a snack, and you just like, you know, tell them you appreciate, you know, all they're doing, especially as it's getting hotter over here on the East Coast and you're, you know, recognizing the, the hard work that they're doing to like be able to bring you a fucking package the day after you order it, which just still sounds crazy to me. But like that little effort as as minute as it seems and as and as again, little effort as it really takes you to do like might just make that person's day that much better. They might go home and like be a better father to their child and that child like feeling loved by their their father that day, like is inspired to like really tap into their own passion. That person goes on to do this and do that. Right. It's this crazy butterfly effect. It's like Tupac, I'm paraphrasing this quote, but talks about like he might not be the, the one to change the world, but he could be the spark for the next person who actually ends up changing the world. Right. And many people believe that Nipsey was that spark. Right. There's been kind of like this this idea of, of you know, hy- hypothetically Nipsey being the spark that, that Tupac inspired. And, and you think about it, Nipsey has changed the world because at the very least, I look at my own self and I'm so inspired by by his work. And, and the way that he moves in this world that I've now applied it to my own life, you know, and if I inspire one other person because of that, again, that legacy continues on forever. So it's just little, little things like that, man. I really do believe that nothing exists in a vacuum. And this world is really just this butterfly effect, this sort of these dominoes that you knock over one and the rest continue to fall. And we can do that in a in a positive way or you can do that in a negative way, right? There are always negative sides to that as well. So you choose if you want to lead with love. You're spreading more love out into this world. And that's such a beautiful, beautiful thing. And let's see. I got from at Nicolosa underscore Vega says, I want people to remember me for making them laugh and raising good, empathetic humans that are doing great things. And I fucking love this as well, because, you know, again, when I talk about you don't have to be some superhero, you don't have to be some celebrity to enact change. You could be a parent and be a good parent. Like how many of the world's tragedies could have been avoided if the the person that committed them was just loved while they were growing up. I did that retreat, the Hoffman process, where they believe so many patterns you have in your life, you know, good and bad, are attributed to your upbringing from your parents, right? So how many, you know, mass murderers, how many violent acts that we've seen shit, look at Putin right now. Like, what if somebody actually loved those people? There's a, a chance that they wouldn't be committing the heinous acts that we have seen. So being a parent, as simple as that might sound to many people, you are a superhero. You still have the ability to leave your mark on the world through the human beings that you are raising. If you are raising kids that feel loved and want to share love and want to share their gifts with the world, that is such an amazing, amazing thing to do. And you are then choosing to actually do something, right? It's the parents who choose to, you know, uh, do whatever they want at the expense of their own kids, you know, who choose to... Uh, Instead of spending time with their kids, choose to ignore them to go live on some sort of childish fantasy of being out in the clubs or wasting money on this when they could be buying their kids that. that That's choosing to be somebody rather than actually being a great parent for your kid, understanding the 
effects, the ripple effects that it could have on this world if you just sat down and chose to do something in the form of being a great parent. So I absolutely love that one right there. And let's see, we'll read one more. At Arrow B. Samuel says, as the hood's hero. And I love that. I I love that as well. I mean, I think that takes us back to this idea of, of Nipsey, right? You're showing people in in areas where they they see nothing but lack, right? They are disenfranchised and, and and thinking that there's no way out of this. And unfortunately, what areas like that, when you talk about the hood, people become easy prey for doing things that just bring them that quick and easy fix, be it illegal activity or be it just not being responsible enough to think about the long-term effect of their decisions. And, and being an example of somebody who can come from those same dire circumstances and find a way out and to live a life of fulfillment and abundance is huge. And to want to give it back and to make sure you're telling that story to other kids from that same area and, and making sure that you're somebody that they can look up to is huge. And you don't know the ripple effect that that could have and the change that that could enact on, on the world. Again, just such a beautiful and, and profound thing that I encourage all of us to kind of think about and look at as we go on to live our, our everyday lives. Now, with that said, man, let's kind of tie these ideas together in a segment we call Conclusion Stew. Time for Conclusion Stew. Mm. And I think at the end of the day, to put it in practical terms, look at, let's say, a music artist, right? Like, generally speaking, the, the artists who are the the one hit wonders who are like, you know, come and go so quickly, we forget who they are. They're the ones who are kind of just tapping into a trend, tapping into a moment, not trying to, you know, reinvent the wheel, but instead just trying to catch on to a wave that was happening. And oftentimes they end up being the ones who are forgotten because they didn't actually do anything of real substance. They sort of just capitalized on a movement. You know, I think that at the end of the day, the, the truth of the matter is, and I say this in my blog, you know, those who choose to be somebody, they may get their 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 15 minutes of fame in the spotlight, right? They may get that. They may get to be somebody for a, a short period of time, but it will probably quickly fade, right? Their light will quickly fade as opposed to those of us who choose to do something. We actually have the potential to create things that in some way, shape or form, be it the effect they have on others or the improvement they have on a particular situation or a product like in those ways we have the ability to now live on forever because we chose to do something and that's what what really matters that's what makes an impact actual greatness right like actual greatness lives on forever and that should be the goal right we should actually be striving to be great and and in, in being great means fighting for the best version of something fighting for what you believe in not allowing the outside world to water it down because it'll make your journey a bit easier now greatness means showing up with the best version of something you could have possibly produced as the best version of yourself that you could possibly have in that moment and that doesn't mean the path to people seeing it or being inspired by it will always be easy but it's necessary if you're truly trying to deliver people the best possible result that you can if you're truly trying to change the world that's what it takes you have to fight against playing the the politics and playing the game of climbing the ladder and all this that and third right because if you are sacrificing bits of yourself those people will only continue to elevate you as much as you choose to stroke their ego the second you stop being that yes person they want or producing those specific results that they're looking for they'll move on to the next person 
without thinking twice. It's like, yeah, you might get the, the notoriety and that pat on the back and that stroke of your ego that you're looking for, that quick satisfaction. But generally speaking, it will go even quicker than it came. You want something that lasts forever, something that's actually tangible, something that that lives on long past your time. You have to be unafraid to take the stairs. Again, look at somebody like Nip. He still found a way to be somebody, but it wasn't his priority. His priority was doing something, doing something that mattered, handling his business in a way that actually mattered, doing something for his community that actually mattered. That always came before becoming a famous rapper, before trying to have a song on the radio. And that's what you have to think about. I'm not saying that you have to go exist in the shadows and never get credit for the work that you do. What I'm saying is that can't be the priority. The priority first and foremost should be greatness. It should be trying to change the world in a positive way. It should be trying to leave a positive impact on this planet before you leave it. Everything else that comes after that is secondary. So the choice is yours. Do you want to be somebody or do you actually want to do something? Now, with that said, thank y'all so much for tuning into another episode. We'll be back on Thursday with our Thursday Trends episode. Uh, again, man, we're doing the public speaking stuff. If you have a company, a school, you want me to come out and, and talk to you and, and, and kind of, you know, touch the people and inspire others, you know, from our community to do some amazing things. Dramos.com. You can hit the contact tab and you can reach out to my manager and we'll set it all up. I've had some incredible experiences doing that thus far. It's something I'm trying to do a lot more here in 2022, especially as the world begins to open up a, a bit more now. So, man, feel free to reach out. Let me know what you're thinking. And again, we'll catch you on Thursday. Until then, stay safe. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.